What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Making the Turn, the premier green industry podcast that highlights professionals across many areas, including golf course management, sports turf, sales, business, education, landscaping, and more. Making the Turn is hosted by me, BJ Parker. I've spent nearly 25 years in the green industry, mostly as a golf course superintendent, and now I want to bring the knowledge and insight from myself and the many people I've met and continue to meet along the way. Making the Turn will provide valuable content for those looking to learn from others, gain useful tips and tricks, and be better in their daily lives. You can find Making the Turn on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe. It helps keep the podcast growing and getting better. Thanks for listening, and welcome to another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. I am your host, BJ Parker, and I appreciate you joining me. And um, we're again here at the University of Tennessee at Knoxville Field Days. And um, I'm enjoying this beautiful weather. Got a little bit of wind and, and all, and uh, seeing a lot of faces I haven't seen in a while. And it's allowed me to sit down and talk to some people that I haven't get a chance to speak to on a regular basis. And um, I got another guy I've known a while. We haven't got to spend a whole lot of time together, but I'm going to enjoy sitting here and talking to him. He is the golf course superintendent with Holston Hills Country Club here in Knoxville, Mr. Ryan Blair. How you doing, sir? Doing just great. It's great to be out here this afternoon and morning. It's, it's awesome good, out here. It's been here. a good day so far. Yeah, you enjoying the weather? great weather it's yeah. nice to feel a fall back in the air again so yeah that's I'm all for it that's been the underlying theme so far of this day is the uh, as we've talked to a bunch of you guys is how how nice the weather is we could have it could have been uh, all over the place but yeah. we got a good one yeah i remember many a field day being out here in the yeah. blistering hot sun and yeah. today's nice you get to come i guess being up here close by you get to come to these every year i usually come every year yeah, yeah i mean i've being so close yeah. i know the guys really well we're at the university a lot and yeah so usually always here yeah, yeah. So how, how involved do you get with the guys that are Dr. Brosnan and those guys? Do you, you enjoy uh, spending time with them? I do. I mean, I, you're fortunate because you are close, so it gives yep. you the opportunity. Yep. You know, even if we, you know, have like a disease going on, we'll take a sample and just drive over here and drop it off. Right. Uh, I've done a lot of stuff out here on the turf farm, just helping them out. Yeah. Uh, irrigation issues, some things with sprayers, yeah. just, you know, having the equipment that you can come out and help out. So it's right. great to have those relationships and, yeah. you know, be involved with them. And it always – I always hope that helps me with students in the future, sure. which it normally does. Yeah. So. Now, how close are you to your golf course to this to here? Uh, we're about like 15 minutes away. Okay. So not very far at yeah. all. So tell me a little bit about how you got to Holston Hills, um, your your career path. What are some of the things that you've uh, experienced along the way, and um, and currently what you what you got going on over there? Uh, sure. I've like most superintendents, I've I've heard on your podcast in the past. You yeah. Know, started out young playing a lot of golf being involved in golf sure. high school golf team um, the more i played the more i kind of got into watching the guys out there working so yeah. i always enjoyed and as time progressed i kind of went more towards working on the course than i did playing golf yeah uh, the first course i worked at was dayton golf and country club which is in dayton tennessee it's in ray yeah. county super small club uh, i worked there when i was in high school wasn't sure what i wanted to do college uh, you know, in my future, and luckily my parents really pushed me. Of if you're going to be in golf, yeah, you know, go the best place you can possibly go. Sure, and, and that's what kind of led me to the honors course. And um, my first time there, I I never met Dave before, didn't know anything about it, right. knew, knew nothing. Drove up to the gate, rang the bell. Uh, was just very fortunate. David, you know, gave me a job, and yeah. 
after I worked for there for a couple summers, uh, it kind of brought me to the University of Tennessee and got my turf degree from here. And I uh, was fortunate that all the guys I worked with and I was at the honors, uh, Chris Sykes was one of the, he was the main yeah. assistant there. Uh, Jeff Huber's there too. He's walking around here somewhere today. Uh, Chris was just coming to Cherokee as a superintendent. Yeah. Um, didn't have much of a staff. So I was fortunate that I could go to Cherokee with him and uh, was there for a couple of years. And that's when the uh, job at Holson Hills came open. So yeah. it was kind of fortunate that I've always kind of been in the Knoxville area. You know, it was kind of right place at the right time yeah. and got to know some of those people. And uh, that's how I ended up at Holson. And I've been there. I guess we're about to reach year 20. It's wow. kind of hard to believe, but that, that's it, goes, been, it goes by fast. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, it's a theme. I spoke to Jason earlier. I spoke to Paul, and and uh, you guys have been at your places for a, a while, and uh, that's a good thing. I mean, I, you know, I was, I've been in the business for a couple of different places for over 20 years now, but uh, it's rare to, to you know, see guys that are sticking around, and, uh, you know, um, it's good to see, and um, and I know you've seen a lot of things that have changed over the years at Holston Hills. Sure. So, yeah. what are some of the things that you've sort of experienced along the way, and uh, and uh, what from day one to now? What, yeah. what, what it's it's got to be a little bit different. Yeah, well, it's 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 changed a ton from yeah. day one. Uh, you know, going there, you know, I was a very young superintendent, very motivated to change a lot of things, and I right. still am. But, yeah. uh, you know, I I really like golf course architecture. Got to know a lot about Ross being at Cherokee and was there when they were kind of early on in their yeah. plans to do a lot of redevelopment. Um, so moving to Holston, it was great because Strutch such a strong, you know, affection with Ross. Every, all the members there really yeah. love everything with Donald Ross. And, uh, you know, I was really fired up to make it as original as possible. So sure. we did a lot of work early on with, you know, tree removal, native grasses. You know, as the years went on, we spent a lot of money on – bunker renovations um, a lot of regrassing areas um, so all those things have kind of got us to where we are today and in my early years there the club was always very focused on the golf course that's right. really all they cared about yeah which is great for me uh, later on it was kind of strange to sit in meetings and you could see the you know clubhouses in disarray or things yeah. didn't look that great but if i wanted something on the golf course sure go ahead sure we, we would do it yeah uh and then as time went on, I guess it was two or three, I guess it's been three years now uh, that McConnell Golf ended up buying our, our golf course uh, up until then. I mean, the course was built in 1927, um, so it had always been a private membership. Right. And it just kind of got to a point where the clubs itself, and they did fine every year, they would kind of break even. Uh-huh. But when you would look at, we need a new multi-million dollar irrigation system, we need right. you know new things, it was like, how are we ever going to pay for that? Yeah. Nobody knew. Uh, so with selling to mr mcconnell and his kind of conglomerate of golf courses it just gave you a lot more opportunities to, right. to build and do things and they came in the past few years and clubs really changed they've done a lot to the clubhouse spent millions i uh, really tried to refocus on just building the club as a whole right which i think was the opposite of most places most places they've gone into you know clubs have spent tons of money on the facilities and then it would bankrupt them and then they'd go <laughs> they'd have problems yeah. And we were kind of the opposite. You know, the golf course was great. They were like, we're not doing that golf course. We yeah. just need to work on the facilities. Sure. So so that's kind of been the driving force the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's just seeing the changes of the club, which are great. It's yeah. nice to actually see people in the yeah. building around. You're like, this is different. Yeah. So, well, how's the membership? Uh, the membership continues to grow. Yeah. Um, the McConnell group, they all the other clubs they own are in the Carolinas. Okay. Um, 
So we're, you know, we're kind of the, I always call us the out west loan liar. But if you join McConnell Golf, you're a member of all the properties. So you do see a lot more people, you know, yeah. traveling from other facilities that come right. visit and things like that. So, but yeah, the local membership, you know, kind of continues to grow. And I think a lot of that's just, we have a lot more push now to try to grow the membership. Right. In the past, I don't think that was really only yeah. as much of a concern. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, we, you know, we're just maintaining our golf course. Right. We're now it's more of a club. Sure. You know, club atmosphere. So, so, so you still guys, you, even though you sold out, or not sold out, that's the wrong terminology, you sold to a, <laughs> yeah. sold to a, um, a golf group, uh, y'all still maintain your private member status? Yeah, you're st- we're still, a pro- each yeah. club still stays private. Sure. Um, Mr. McConnell is just one man, so that's yeah. kind of nice. You're is that just, your boss? Or my or direct you? boss is Michael Shown, okay. and he was the superintendent at the first course that Mr. McConnell bought, sure. just Raleigh Country Club, and he bought it in 2003. Man, I love that place. Yeah, that's old it, Ross course, that's too. Old, yeah, that's the last yeah. course that Ross built, yeah. um, and he bought that one in 2003. Yeah. And as, as he bought more courses, so you know, for being superintendent, I'm yeah. sure he was just like, hey, Michael go look at this one we're yeah. thinking about buying and now yeah. he's kind of moved into you know overseer of all the courses but yeah. it's great i love it from the standpoint of no more committees no sure. more board of directors that's got to be no peace of you mind. got one guy yeah. <laughs> he calls all the shots you know yeah. if for some reason a member doesn't like it you now yeah. have the fallback of well here's yeah. michael's number call him ask him but he, you know yeah. he, he makes the decisions uh, but are the all the clubs yes they you know you have your own budget you have your own flexibility to right yeah. When they came in, they pretty much just told me to do the same things I've always done. They're like, yeah. There's really nothing we see that needs to be changed. You know, we might try to improve some things as time goes on. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, it's my call. It's got to yeah. do what you, you know, do what you're doing. Now, do you travel to the other properties so, to kind of talk with the guys, or is that something you're? I do. I, I enjoy traveling, so yeah. I, I've been to all of them multiple times. Sure. Uh, some of the other ones that kind of surprised me. Some of them, they've never left their own property. Yeah. Uh, I love giving all those guys a hard time because yeah. to this date, none of them have visited my property. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's because they're so far away. That's I don't right. Know. Yeah. Uh, but I love telling them, yeah, we're the best because none of them ever come there. So they don't, <laughs> they they don't, don't know. know. They don't they know any different. Like, that's right. Oh, it's unbelievable. There. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, I go, you know, I definitely go, you know, try to visit. I kind of had a goal last year. We have an annual meeting each year uh, in January. It's usually at Raleigh. Sometimes it's at Sedgefield. But I had this goal. I was going to try to go play every – there's 14 clubs. So I was like, I'm going to go try to play them all yeah. before the next meeting. And I think I missed like three of them or four. Yeah. But it just – I couldn't get there. Sure. Are they <laughs> so, all Ross courses? Uh, I think there's four Ross courses. And the other ones, there's a few Fazios. I think uh, okay. there's one Greg Norman course. So, yeah. I mean, they're mostly all, you know, pretty high-end facilities yeah. that are kind of scattered all over. You know, there's some in Raleigh. There's some at Myrtle Beach. So they're kind of all over yeah. know, the Carolinas. <laughs> that that's pretty awesome. I mean, that, that's kind of a unique setup, but it sounds like it's it's a it's a very positive uh, for a win win for both people. It was. I mean, it. You know, you're always from the McConnell side. You're always want your company to grow and yeah. get bigger and bigger. And yeah. you know, I think we we're a great asset to add to their conglomerate of courses. And for Holston, it was a win because you now have you know really good financial backing, and it's yeah. you know, it's not like you can just spend money on whatever you want hey, you know we got tons of money now right. no but you have the you know i feel a lot better not knowing hey if i really have to have this yeah no you're not going to have to go before the board or the, the committee right. or we don't have the money now we have to assess everybody no they would just say if we need that yeah, yeah. we can do it and it's great i, I really have enjoyed getting to know all the other guys and being at wholesome for so long 
you know, yeah, it's a great change. Yeah. It's just something different. And yeah. you, you kind of need that after a while. You get used sure. to doing the same thing. And now I'm like, oh, I can yeah, visit these other courses yeah. or I can go here. Um, they own Sedgefield, so we all go work the Wyndham every year. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, You go to the Wyndham Championship. They have some other bigger tournaments they host. And uh, a lot of my guys on staff, they, they all get to go. I'm like, yeah. all right, we need three people to go work. Like the ACC Championship, who wants to go? And you know, you it's just kind of fun. Sure. It just gives you the opportunity to see other places. Yeah. So, so what are some um, of the unique challenges you've got at hosting um, that, you that, you know, everybody's – Every superintendent is different. I, 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 it's kind of a theme with everybody. They, they all have something that they're battling or dealing with, or they've got a you know, different setup. What are some of the things sure. you've got that, that uh, you might give you some gray hairs at night? <laughs> uh, I guess, you know, if you're just looking at infrastructure or things like that, I mean, because our course is much older. Sure. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of things that really are in need of repair. I mean, yeah. irrigation systems from the 70s, I like to call it the Pinehurst model like we were we're ahead of the curve there <laughs> we just have the single line yeah. and a few heads of the so green you still have set up that way <laughs> that's it that's yeah. all that's out there yeah. so you know on 145 acres that's not much irrigation yeah uh so you i feel like we still try to do a lot of things more old school sure. i mean i'm a really big science computer person so i read yeah. all that and keep up with it but on a practicality term there's only so much you can do with, yeah. with your resources that you have so yeah. You know, if it's hot and dry, the course is very dry. Yeah. And, you know, here late with all the rains we've had, it's extremely green out there. It's yep. beautiful how it looks. But uh, I think that's one thing we're just trying to battle with, you know, the confines of what we have. But right. uh, I feel pretty fortunate that the course was built, like, on old farmland. And we have no problems growing grass whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's by sure nothing I've done. Yeah. You know, it's nothing – no of our inputs, <laughs> it just – man everything grows like crazy yeah so i mean even in the first probably 12 years i was there zero inputs no fertilizer other than the greens we right. fertilize nothing because yeah. we we can't keep it we can't keep it mowed what we got now yeah <laughs> like we no don't doubt. need any more grass we're good right. uh and then just the scale you know we have 104 bunkers so about three and a half acres wow. of sand so yeah. you know you're just constantly you know maintaining yeah uh, so so what are some of the grass types you're dealing with out there <laughs> Uh, we have Crenshaw on the greens, which the greens were redone in 1998. Okay. Uh, which is prior to me being there, I was at Cherokee Country Club at the time. Uh, Tom Doak came in and did all the work there. Um, you know, Crenshaw was the go-to grass right. at that time. That's now it doesn't even exist. You can't even buy a seed. No yeah. longer around. Uh, but that's what's on the greens. Everything else, uh, the fairways, tees, just uh, all 419. And yeah. the rough is pretty much just common kind of a mixture of common. We, yeah. we have done a lot of a lot of fescue areas, a lot of native areas that we've tried to convert to over the past few years and to try to just break up the monotony of all the sure. you know, the winter time yeah. just brown. Yeah. Uh, so so those are our main grasses and you know, it was always a goal of mine if you're a rat or a club just to be able to stand up on the putting green and see all eighteen greens and see the entire property. And we're pretty close. There's yeah. a couple you can't just topography you'll never sure. be able to but yeah. But we try to really open up the place and just make it, you know, like it would have been in the 20s, just yeah. an open farmland. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's for sure a different look than most places. Right. You know, you're going to go see. Yeah. So. Well, I'm a, I'm a huge Donald Ross fan. I, I make no bones about it. It's one of my favorite golf courses. I mean, every time I step on a different Ross golf course, I use just something about it. And yeah. you, your, your guys' place is one that's always been is good of – find a place i mean just standing on the number one tee there sure. just looking out yeah. it's just like you just you're into something special and then 
and I don't know what it is. I've never really had an, a, a way to explain it other than sure. you just got to experience it because there's something that I, I did the same thing when I was at Raleigh Country Club. And the funny thing about that, uh, my parents lived in Raleigh, and I went in over and visited them. We went to play this golf course, and we're like, we're going to play Raleigh Country Club. And I was like, cool. And I, I didn't know more. I mean, I drove in and everything, but I stood on the first tee. I was like, my very – after – because I was playing with a member, I said, yeah. who designed this golf course? And he said, Donald <laughs> Ross. I said, okay, it's going to be a good day. Because yeah. I knew it. I just yeah. – and I and, – and, uh, and I and so when I went back several times after that, I said, yeah, we got to go and check yeah, that sure. place out. And I, I'm a big architecture fan. And yeah. I think that's a big part of golf. You know, you go visit all these other courses and – yeah, everybody has their opinions, but I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it's designed that way. It's supposed to look like that. You yep. know, they're not all supposed to look identical. That would kind of defeat the purpose of going all these different places. Right. So that's one of my favorite things. Our course is so open. You see a lot of people from the other McConnell courses. You can tell they've never been there because when they walk from the parking lot and they kind of meander their way around, they always stop and just yeah. stand there and look like, wow, look at – you can see everything. You know, yeah. Look at across all this land, and they kind of go to the golf shop. So yeah. that part I really enjoy. It's kind of interesting to see people do that. Yeah, I, I mean, you got a special place over there, and uh, you know, I, I know, I know you do a, a lot of great things over there, and, and uh, y'all are pretty, y'all are, uh, y'all participate quite a bit with uh, some of the, the state tournaments and different things like that. What are some of the things that you guys have hosted over the this year or in the in the past? Yeah, we do. I mean, we try to stay heavily involved with anything that has to do yeah. with the state, and luckily the McConnell is, you know, they're happy with that and still sure. let us do a lot of those things. And yeah. Uh, you know, we've had the state amateur numerous times. We usually have always have had the U.S. Open qualifier a lot. We have yep. a lot of junior events. Um, last year we had, like, the club, uh, the PGA sectional championship. Yep. We're having it again this October. So we've had it a lot the past few years. Uh, you know, UT, it's like their home course. So we, we used to have – UT used to have a big tournament there. The right. women's golf used to have a big tournament there. And it, it kind of moves around. It's been at Cherokee some here of late and the – the men, I don't even think they have one now. I think they just—I <laughs> think they just go other places. Yeah. Uh, but those are some of the bigger events we've had. And then the big thing here of late is next year is when the the new corn ferry event's going to move there, the old wed.com. Yeah, sure. So uh, that'll be interesting. Which is the visit Knoxville Open. It's its new name. So. Yeah. So it's moving uh, to your place. So it moves to our place. Yeah. So so that'll be next year's kind of new new adventure to see yeah. you know kind of what all is involved with that. And uh, luckily McConnell they host. Uh, one of those events at one of the other properties they host the Rex, which is at the Wakefield Plantation. So, you know, there's a little bit of in already with McConnell, and you know, kind of how it operates and things right. like that. But for Holson, yeah, to be totally new and be yeah. interesting to see how all those players, you know, just how they handle our course and yeah. know, just how it kind of stacks up to today's players and things like that. So, they ha they host uh, one in Nashville, the Nashville Open. Do you talk mm -hmm. to Alex down there? And I've, I've talked to him some. I've never yeah. been to the Nashville Open. Yeah. I know. I guess you were up there working some. I, I want to go to it, but yeah. I've never been there just to see what it's like. But yeah, but yeah, those events, God, there's to me, they're so different. When you even if you just look at them on a piece of paper and see the clubs they play, you yeah. know, some of them are just to me just phenomenal layouts. I'm sure. Like, wow. And then other ones, you'd be like, okay, well, I don't really heard of this place. It's kind of all over the all over the map. Yeah. And even even when you talk to the tournament director and those guys you know i'm still trying to figure out what their expectation level is or kind right. of you know what we're shooting for right because um, each one is so different as opposed to like a tour event i mean yeah. you know every tour event's got to be identical <laughs> you know this this is what we're doing there's no i am ears. so impressed with <laughs> so. it i i worked the world golf championship down in um at southwind and mm -hmm. i say worked i volunteered i mowed fairways i yeah. mean i was part of the the overall team but i i'm it's just a 
unbelievable massive operation yep. and you know i've had a i've had a chance to talk to some guys on this podcast about different things ken mangum talked about you know the pga and some of the things and and it really is it's you know with all the things that are going on outside the ropes that's really the big problem it's yeah, not exactly. the things inside the rope that it basically reduces your golf course down and you yeah. and you pretty much got things dialed in it's all the moving parts outside yeah. of it and uh you know i think that's probably where you'll get a sense of what's going on is yeah. trying to figure I, all that out i listened to that podcast just yeah. the other day when i was yeah. mowing out yeah that's one of the things he talked about was yep. yeah that area inside the ropes and it really got me to thinking i've already thought because usually when i tell somebody we're having the tournament the yeah. first thing they ask you know right about where's everybody gonna park yep. like, i don't know or you know where are they gonna stay i'm like it has nothing to do with me i don't know right <laughs> i'm not too concerned with that yeah. i'm just concerned with you know <laughs> what's the what's the fair we're gonna what look you'll like? have to, yeah. what <laughs> you know, you'll have to deal with is, what you'll have to deal with is all the the crazy re, uh, requests and people driving all over the place yeah. and not knowing where they're going. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. That's the things that yep. I, I was amazed. At. Like, man, these ruts are everywhere, but you don't yeah. really see them. I mean, you just. Yeah, I've, like you're saying, I've worked at the Wyndham the past few years. Yeah. I don't really do anything other than drive around and talk to people and see what's going on, but yeah. it is very impressive to see everything that's involved and just how well run it all those events are. When I was first, the first few years I went, I had in my mind, like, all the things you know you do well who you know who puts out all these ropes who cleans up who doesn't yeah. the superintendent like we don't do any of that there's a rope company there's right. a trash company there's a, like we just mow the grass that's, that's it. it we don't worry about that yeah. and they got so many people within an hour boom it's yeah. all mowed done so you're like oh okay well that'll be awesome uh, i mean it's a it'll be a great thing for you it's a great exposure all that i encouraged when i was a superintendent to just try to do all that and i know you yeah. do too as well because not only promote your club, but it also gives you experience to just do yeah. things and interact and promote the game and, you know, yeah. being a great course like you guys got. I mean, that's huge, and you'll get a lot of benefit out of that for sure. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, and we're going to try to, you know, get as many volunteers as we can yeah. and really try to make a big deal of it. And, you know, we're still kind of early planning, you know, yeah. figuring out what all we're going to do. But So um, that's next year? Yeah, that's next year. It's in May of next year. Okay. So, yeah, so it's – coming up quick yeah. but it's kind of one of those things our agronomist is supposed to be here in a few weeks and yeah. you know i think just when it changed you know they've already told me the first year is really a learning year because where was it hosted you don't before really have a lot of time it, it was at fox den and okay. it had been at fox den man i think for like 20 years or 22 years it's been there a long time yeah so what was the change for just to uh, i think just just different venue i mean just to change mm -hmm. things around yeah uh, you know it, it moved around some prior to that and i think like anything in life, people just want to do something different sure. and see if it, you know, kind of reinvents itself. So. Yeah. And for me, I always tell people, I mean, that's the reason, like most people, you get into golf or get into what we're doing is you enjoy doing it. You, yeah. you want to be out there. And so for me, having an event like that, I'm like, I'm really excited. I'm like, I yeah, am. I can be out there, you know, working around these guys. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to be in the office working on a spreadsheet. I want to be out there doing <laughs> something. So let's go. Yeah. Know, I'm all about it. So, so, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Well, speaking of that, what what else is on the horizon for you guys? You got any construction projects that are coming up, or things you're looking? I mean, you said you got an old irrigation system, but it doesn't sure. sound like that's on the list anywhere down in the future. Well, we don't really have any official thing on the schedule, but yeah, yeah I'm always trying to push for more and more. Sure. That's one thing that, like I said, I've enjoyed with McConnell Golf is over the past few years they have they'll usually take one club and spend a lot of money. I mean, they will come in and do like complete rebuilds. Uh, next year is actually Raleigh Country Club. They're, it's the one for 2020. 
Uh, it's probably going to be their biggest project, so I'm already pushing for 2021. I'm like, hey, let's there do something here. But I don't know if they ever would. But uh, Country Club of Asheville, they did the year prior to that. Uh, Providence, they did the year prior to that. Um, so they do have a track record of yep. going in and, you know, all new irrigation, you know, all new bunkers, you know, the works, just yeah. everything. So I'm sure they got – I mean, I don't want to speak for anybody but yeah. I, or you or anybody from McConnell, but – I'm sure they've got some – that's all on a board somewhere. Just, yeah. you know, when can we get to it? What's the deferred maintenance? What yep. do we need to well, – They do. They yeah. do a really good job tracking. I actually yeah. have it – I like showing it to Michael. When he does come out and visit from time to time, I've yeah. got a massive dry race board <laughs> right behind my desk. All the clubs listed, you know, I've got a pretty much all memorized. Like Raleigh, you know, you bought it in 2003. You restored it with Richard Mandel in 2005 and spent a lot of money. And now yeah. you're getting ready to do it again. Yeah. 2020 so i can go through each one and then you get down to us and Where you're like, are we and you're on like this oh, 1927 yeah. <laughs> come on we're, we're you know and it's yeah. funny you hear it everybody's so different but yeah. you know you'll talk to a, a different superintendent with other clubs and, sure you know we put in this irrigation system and you know 95 and it's just wore out you know or we're, we're redoing the greens because yep yeah we built them in 2000 and they need to be redone and i'm yeah. like wow ours are way older than that come on where's <laughs> the love but they did spend a lot at our, you know, our, on our clubhouse and doing things there. So, yeah. but yeah, you're, you're always, you always got to push. Yeah. You don't want to be, you know, just happy, content with what you have. So I'm hoping for someday irrigation would probably be number one. Um, and then I'm not really sure from there. Right. Maybe the bunkers, but you know, how that goes with a project. Sure. You're like, well, if we're going to have it tore up. Oh yeah. Things start coming out of the why woodwork. Why don't we just go ahead and do bunkers? If you're going to yeah. do that, why don't you just go ahead and do the grease around yep. and then before you know it you're redoing everything so yeah. uh so yeah i'm not really sure <laughs> yeah that uh that's always an interesting one when he comes up and you know it's like what are we going to do what do we need to do what's the what's yeah. the next thing on the list how does i'm curious uh, because it's a i mean the guys are you know they're at, they're golf course acquisition guys i mean wh yeah. where does when a new golf course sort of got their eye on it, how does that sort of fit in does that kick people down the can down the road or does it you know, uh, it just depends on the circumstance. I guess it depends on the circumstance. I mean, normally it just seems like it just builds the yeah. overall company. Yeah. But I did think it was just me looking in. I thought it was kind of interesting for Raleigh. I mean, you always wanted those things. If you were a member at Raleigh and you're like, well, you, you know, well, we've been, we've been here. We've been in this thing since 2003, 2005. And you see all these other clubs. Yeah. Well, you're spending, you know, millions of dollars rebuilding this person's greens or millions over here. When are you going to spend money? Yeah. On our course. What's the deal? <laughs> so. I guess there is some of it. Yeah. You know, some of that comes into play, but no, they don't really. They don't really tell us much. As this, this is with the poor superintendent, and no, yeah. we're not really involved in any of that. So we're just kind of told, like everybody else, this is what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I think they're more than willing to grow. And sure, um, I think back when the economy wasn't as strong, I think they had a lot more buying power. You know, I think that's where a lot of his yeah. clubs came from. Yeah. Now places that are for sale, you know, golf's on the uptick. So yeah, it's a little different game. You know, yeah, they're not just going to sell a club for nothing. No. So and he's. I don't think they're too apt to buy something yeah. now. So, and they have a couple clubs that they do manage. Yeah. Uh, but they're both in the Myrtle Beach area. Right. So, but it's another part of their, as you know, the corporate side of thing. It is so interesting growing up in a, you know, as a superintendent being in that private club. Yeah. And, you know, atmosphere and, you know, getting to know boards and seeing those people change. And now you're, I'm in the corporate world totally different right. <laughs> you know you see how things work and it's yeah. just like wow this is this is strange yeah so but i enjoy it it's it's you know definitely been an eye opener yeah does it so, set you up for 
advancement now or is that something that you would consider or i mean i don't want to put words in your mouth sure. but i mean you know being in that there's structure now and there's opportunity to maybe be over sure. several or all courses yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it would i mean they usually if i look at all of their superintendents it's one thing they told me whenever you know whenever you're in that position you know you're going to be bought and the things changing of course right off the bat you're yeah. like oh this, this does not sound good yeah <laughs> but luckily when i when i first talked with uh, Michael and some of the guys that I would answer to, all the superintendents of all the clubs, none of them have. There's been a couple of them have left on their own and right. went to other other clubs, um, but everybody stayed. You know, they haven't really ever tried to. You know, yep. We're getting rid of these people. We're trying to save money. So, uh, the few people that have left, yeah, that's the first thing they do is they ask others. You know, hey, yeah, when they Providence, which is in Charlotte, uh, when they redid it. The superintendent left. He just went to another facility, and sure. it was like, "Hey, do any of your other superintendents? Anybody want to move to yeah. Charlotte?" <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, but it, but it was there. And, right. then, and then they asked some other, you know, some of the assistants and things. And actually, one of the superintendents at one of the other clubs did end up going there. Uh, and then they they also own um, Thunder Club of Asheville, and it was the same way. Yeah. Uh, their superintendent left, and it was like, "Hey, does anybody does anybody interested in moving to Asheville? Is that yeah. a place you want to live?" And, so I do like that part of it. Yeah. I like telling Michael, my boss, that, yeah, I've officially deemed myself in charge of the state of Tennessee since I'm the only person here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the Tennessee market covered. Yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got the West, all West Coast acquisitions fall under me because <laughs> they don't have anything this way. So he's like, okay, thanks. That's so, yeah. awesome. So. Well, at least you got a great spirit about it. I mean, you know, that, that can always go a couple of different ways, but it sounds like a great company and, uh, you know, yeah. don't. Don't I, I mean it's why I get enjoyed sitting down and talking to yeah. people because you just don't know exactly what, what you know you just hear Holson Hills and it's sure but here's the here's the business side of things here's what kind yeah. of what we got going and somebody might be in that situation and say okay I mean how's this working for me is it different is it the yeah. same can I interject in some things and so sure. it's always good to kind of hear everybody's story and where it's yeah. going and it's been fun I mean you know we've had I guess two uh, I guess it's three clubs now come on since we were you know yeah. brought into the group so it was nice you're not the new guy anymore yeah. and and you'd hear the same stories when somebody new would come on and you know now i'm like hey they're they just got another club a few months ago i can't even remember his name now as bad as that is but <laughs> there it's just a management type thing right but at the same type way like i want to call him and talk to him and because yeah you're so nervous of like what's what's going to happen yeah. what's the deal and and you know they're all a really good group of guys, and that's yeah. the one thing. Yeah, when you come to field day, you see all the people here, you know. Sure. It's great to see everybody. Now I'm, like, really involved in the Carolinas. It's great. I go to the yeah. Carolinas. I know all these people, and it's because of McConnell. Here right. Like, oh, okay. You know, so that part's been great. Well, speaking but, of field day, so, you know, what what are you sort of interested in? What are some of the things that have caught your eye or that you've kind of had your hand on or taken a look at? Was anything exciting? Uh, the main thing I've looked at so far is just – all the way down to the river. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking, looking at the, you know the fungicide trials. Get down on so, the bent grass. Yes, I was down at the far end, so I'm going to yeah. try to work my way back over here to Brawson. He's up yeah. here on the top of the hill. But sure. so far, Corvass uh, yeah. is the only one I've I've heard speak. So yeah. I was just down there listening. Pretty good. Yeah, to his trials yeah. and some stuff he's been doing. So yeah. a lot of pythium pythium issues. It seems to be right. number one problem for a lot of people. That's probably our number one problem. Uh, I know it seems like as time has gone on and I've kind of changed programs over the years, but you feel like you you apply so much i'm yep. like man i mean what what else can i possibly do to i, I should never see any disease ever <laughs> with right. all the stuff we do <laughs> i'm like how is this even possible right uh but pithing is probably our number one yeah you know thing we'll see pop up from time to time so 
that's interesting to keep up with him. And like we were saying at the start of this, it's great. He's close by all the time. Yeah. Be like, hey, drive out here and check this out. And he comes out there a lot and looks around. Yeah, things that, like that. So it's a valuable resource, especially for for you guys that are, you know, need something. Or I mean, it's just UT has done such a fabulous job. They've been very instrumental for me in getting me up here and, and doing some of this stuff. And I've talked to several of the guys. I've got a couple of them that I'm going to talk to later today. But it's got to be huge for you guys because they're yeah. growing this program. It, I, I forget who I was talking. Maybe it was Sanderson. It was like um, he said, uh, when I was in school, we had one class, and yeah. now we got a whole program. And that, yeah. that's just see how the, it's yeah. all changed. And a lot of that's, you know, a lot of schools are like that. But this – but to but but supporting the uh, supporting UT and the university has been awesome, and you guys uh, got a great one right here in the backyard. Yeah, and I was the same way when I went to school here. It was so much, you know, so much smaller. You know, the turf was just a few select classes, right. and that was all. You know, if you look at my degree, because a ton of people there, what's your degree in? Well, technically, it's like ornamental horticulture, and yeah. I had all kinds of greenhouse classes, and I mean, not that that's really that important yeah. to me now, but <laughs> you know, it was not nowhere near as focused as turf, sure, as you have now, and and it's you know. I've just been fortunate, always been right around here. It's funny, when I go back to campus now, I always tell my daughter, I'm like, yeah, if you ride around campus, there's only like three buildings left that were here when I was here. Like right. the, li- the library, that, that's the same. Nail yeah. Stadium, that's the same. Pretty much everything else. That's it. I, I mean, any building I had a class in, bulldozed. Turning house I lived in, gone. It's it's all, everything's gone. Yeah. So it's just, it's all new. It's bigger. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. It's, just, it's just different. So, but it's great to see it growing. Yeah. Well, I, it's funny. I, I I graduated UT Martin, and I and I have an agricultural degree. Mine's actually, in, I mean, but I studied a lot of the turf grass and grounds management. But over there, it was agriculture was basically the degree. I, and so I, I I don't use farming and some of this <laughs> exactly, stuff. I, yeah. But I mean, I know a lot about it, and it's yeah. it's great to to learn. But yeah, it's it's funny how things have changed because even Martin has a turf program. Yeah, and just all. concentrate on turf. Yeah, it's yeah. it's good. So everything's mm-hmm. everything's good. Mm-hmm. Well, um. What do you like to do for fun? You excited for football season? I'm excited for football season. This is the first year that I don't have football tickets. So, I don't know. It's be a strange season. My, yeah. uh, my daughter is now a sophomore in high school, so I have moved myself just to high school football only. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, my wife told me, you know, every Friday you go to a high school game, then every Saturday you're at, you know, <laughs> UT game. So sure. We're trying to, to tone down. So, just going to high school games this year. But, yep. yeah, I'm happy to see the games get going. And Yeah. You can actually hear the band from our, you know, if you're at our course, you can hear. They score a touchdown, you'll hear you hear nice. fireworks. And yeah. it's just nice to see everything going again and, you know, people in town. Yep. And of course, it makes us really busy, too, but yep. that's great. So, yeah, you know, excited for that. And, I don't know, kind of an outdoors guy. I mean, I don't honestly spend a lot of time doing a lot of different things. I probably spend too much time at work. Sure. Pretty trendy, trendy yeah. with everybody. But, yeah, that's everybody's problem. Uh, I do get to, you know, I try to play golf as much as I can. I'm yep. not really that great of a golfer, but. I just enjoy sure. Maine. I just enjoy going places and seeing all these other clubs. I, mean, yep. I, I really enjoy that type of stuff. So, yep. uh, you know, follow a lot of stuff on tour, and that's probably where I spend the majority of my time. Yeah. So, uh, but what's good. awesome, um, Ryan? I appreciate your time. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of field day. I, I, it was great to catch up with you, and uh, and uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. And best of luck to everything you got going on, and. Uh, and hopefully get over to see you sometime. Yeah, I don't sure. get up this way no, much. I know. But you this, need to come over this way. But yeah. uh, this yeah. is this has been a great day, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, give me some more opportunities to come by and play some sure. golf. Sure. Well, whatever. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been good. I was yeah. telling you earlier before we started, you know, start everything on here. I mean, I've listened to most of the podcasts. Sure. I mean, I think they're great to listen to. You you learn a lot about other people in the industry. You learn about people. I mean, there's a lot of people that 
I've known for a long time. I'll see, but yep. now I know a lot more of their history and all the things they've done. And yep. you know, being outside and you know, being on a mower, doing stuff all day, you've got all kinds of time. Sure. So it's great to listen to, and you know, it's like you're multitasking, yep. learning while you go. So it's been a great outlet. Yeah. So I hope it continues. I'm uh, waiting for more episodes. Awesome. So. Well, you'll be on there uh, sometime down the road. But it, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, you sitting down now, and uh, thanks for the support, and thanks yeah. for listening. It's always a and uh, please uh, tell everybody you know and uh, and all that. That's it's been great. I thank you for doing that. So, um, once again, uh, it's been with Ryan Blair. We've sat down, had a great chat here at Field Days at uh, University of Tennessee at Knoxville, and uh, that's it for the episode. And I appreciate you listening. And uh, until next time, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>